0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Bruchem Abayim. This is our fourth annual trip up north. It started actually five years ago on a solo run. And uh, since then, the last three years we had a small bus. And Baruch Hashem, this year we basically tripled in size. So uh, we thank everybody for joining us. We have many very dear chaverim on the trip today. We have many special people. We'll try to introduce them. Davar Yafa Beitay Matayv. First, um, on the camera, I want to thank Ripsal Orbach and his wife Raz for helping organize this trip. Sal was my first host in Eretz Yisrael when we started about five years ago. So we thank Ripsal and his wife for their very hard work putting this trip together. Thank you very much, Ribzev Tyberg who also was uh, from the founders of this annual visit. I had those hosts to be in Beit Shemesh uh, many, many years. And as a Hashem, uh, we thank Reb Zev and Reb Zev's father for joining us today. Thank you very much. We're going up the rows. uh Thank Reb and Waldler for uh, hosting me in uh, past uh, Israel visits. Thank you very much. And we have many special uh, guests today. First of all, many members of my family. Many of them may admit that they're related to me. Some of them have not yet come out in the open to my father shaking his head knowing that he has not. He will not reveal himself on this trip. But I want to welcome my father and mother. It's a great honor and zechus to have them on this trip. We hope they enjoy and uh, we wish them a bracha batzlacha. And of course, my Eishas on this trip. And thank you for joining us. <laughs> and thank you for everything. My sister and brother-in-law, our Mechutanim, the chops, are here. Uh, my nieces are in the back. I want to thank and give a special shout-out to Rebetzin Yehudid Herman, who... Well, she got a round of applause for organizing a number of shiurim tomorrow. Starting at 12 o'clock, there'll be a women's share. And tomorrow at 8.30, uh, there'll be another share uh, tomorrow evening for men and women. And uh, I'm sure you may have seen the details. And there'll be a lot of other announcements and special notifications throughout the trip. So make sure you stay uh, on top of the schedule. Okay, so... Here we are. We're going up north, and let's just speak a few moments about the purpose of our trip, what we're trying to accomplish. This is not just touring. This is not just just sightseeing. I want to share with you a tshuva that is brought in the Sefer Torah Lishma. The Torah Lishma was written by an individual by the name of Haravi Cheskel Kachli. Now, who's Rabbi Cheskel Kachli? Nobody ever heard of him. That's because he never existed There was no such person There never existed somebody by the name Rabbi Chesgal Kachli It is a pen name for the Beneshkai. Chai The Beneshkai Chai wrote a sefer The pen name Rabbi Cheskel Kachli And The following question was raised There was somebody who recently Moved to the city of Tzfas And he wanted to know He spends his time learning Which of course is the greatest mitzvah and the Talmud Torah, he wanted to know there was a, a, a place a few hours out of tzvah where they had really luscious and delicious fruit and he wanted to know whether it would be considered a waste of time from the mitzvah of Talmud Torah to visit this place to be able to enjoy the fruit or perhaps it's not the right thing to do maybe it's a bitl Torah maybe it's too indulgent and he presented this question to Rabbi Cheskel Kachli And Rabbi Cheskel Kachli Offered the following very interesting approach uh, To this dilemma He quotes the in Erevin The and Erevin on Daflamit says That Rabbi Yochanan would take out his students To the Kinneret And they would eat enormous amounts of the Peirot's Genoisar, Which are considered the most delicious of all the fruits and the Gemara describes in length the amount of volume and weight that these fruits uh, weighed and how much Rabbi Yochanan personally ate of the fruits. And the Ben asked, why do we need to know how much food Rabbi Yochanan ate? Says the Ben the Gemara is teaching us, that if somebody goes out into the fields through the length and breadth of Eretz Yisrael, certainly Rabbi Yochanan and his Talmidim were not trying to just taste the fruits, But they were trying to show Chavivos to Eretz Yisrael And if somebody's intention In touring In experiencing different parts of Eretz Yisrael Is to show love for the land Then it's considered a very noble activity So noble that one is even allowed To take off time from Limud HaToyrah In order to experience And show Chivov Eretz Yisrael And therefore the Benesh Chai says You could go out of Tzfas Spend an hour or two to eat the fruits, and this is considered a very noble activity. So this is the Ezus Hashem, hopefully, our Kavana today to see um, many new cities that we haven't visited in the, in the past, some of the classics, of course, we're going back to Tzmas, to Tveria. But the main Kavana of the of the Nesia Kadasha is to be able to show Chavivos to Eretz Yisrael, which is an extremely noble activity. In fact, so noble, Rav Shlomo Zalman asked, does anybody know, the interesting halakha, is, is somebody allowed to fly on an airplane in the nine days? Is it permitted to travel in the nine days? It's a very big in halakha. Rav Shlomo Paskin that one should not fly on an airplane in the nine days. And by the way, many poskim disagree. Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky says it's permitted to fly in the nine days. We actually, we, we were in France this past summer and we came back in the nine days. But it's a Machlikes, but says Reb Shalom Azalman, to go to Eretz Yisrael, you're allowed to fly in the nine days. Because it's such a great mitzvah, not only to live in Eretz Yisrael, it's such a great mitzvah to visit Eretz Yisrael, that whatever danger may entail in flying is negated because of the mitzvah of visiting Eretz Yisrael. Ad kidei kach, it goes so far that one is allowed to fly on Tisha if they're visiting Eretz Yisrael. In fact, Rav Shalman asked, asks, what mitzvah is it to visit Eretz Yisrael? We know there's mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, but what mitzvah is it to visit Eretz Yisrael? So he quotes the Gemara and Ksubis that call ha-hoyleich dalet amois to Yisrael muftach loy shehu ben oylam hava. Merely walking four cubits in Eretz Yisrael, one is vouchsafed that they will have a share in the world to come. And Rav Shalman Zalman would say over the following Chesam cipher. So if you like lambdas... After waking up early in the morning, this is the Chesam Soifer for you. Okay? Chesam asks the following contradiction. The Gemara tells us that if somebody sells an Eved, and he stipulates that the Eved could fulfill all the mitzvahs in the Torah except for Shabbos, it's a valid sale. On the other hand, the Gemara paskins that if somebody sells their Eved to Chutzler, it's a diaspora, the Eved goes free, it's not a valid sale. So Soifer asks, what's the difference? You're allowed to sell an Eved, even though he can't keep Shabbos, that means that you don't have to give the Eved the opportunity to fulfill all the mitzvahs. On the other hand, so then, why can't you sell the Eved to leave Eretz Yisrael? Says Chutzler, because if you sell the Eved to leave Eretz Yisrael, you're basically taking away all the mitzvahs in the Torah because all mitzvahs are downgraded by performing them in Chotz all mitzvahs are upgraded by fulfilling them in Eretz Yisrael you know the Gemara talks about the fallacy of people who learn on their own without a Chavrusah or without a share. the Gemara says Cherev v'nayalu, a sword to those who learn on their own and they become foolish. The Gemara says one should not learn Torah on their own. It should always be with a Chavrusa, with a Chabura, with a Shir. Because by learning on their own, a person could make an error and maintain the error and there's nobody to sort of check them. However, says Reb Chaim Falaji, says Reb Yaakov Emdin. That only applies in Chutz In Eretz Yisrael you have Avira Da'ara Machgim. And the Gemara of Cherev El Abadim Vinoyalu does not apply To the point where Reb Chaim Falaji, by the way Reb Chaim Falaji wrote an entire Sefer On Eretz Yisrael It's called Eretz Yitzha And there he writes There's a Klal and Shast There's a Machlekes between Rav and Shmuel Who do we pasken like? Just making sure that nobody's up. Okay. If you have a machloikas between Rav and Shmuel, who do we paskin like? So the halacha is like by Shmuel Bedini and by Rav, by Isur. By Rav, by uh, matters of Yisr vaheter and by Shmuel, by monetary law. What if you have a machloikis between Rav and Rav Yochanan? Anybody know what's the rule? If you have a machloikas Rav and Rav Yochanan, you pasken like Rav Yochanan. When? Always, even though Rav Tanahu Polik and Rav came before Rav Yochanan, excuse me, Rav came before Rav Yochanan, and yet we always pass like Rav Yochanan. Why is that? Says Rav Chaim Falaji because Rav Yochanan lived in Eretz Yisrael and therefore Avira da Ara Machim, and we pass in like Rav Yochanan. Now I'm going to tell you a little. Okay, raise your hand. A little trivia question: Who here lives in Eretz Yisrael? Wow. Okay, now I'm going to tell you a basic difference between legal, legality, what happened here? Okay, this, this might be dangerous to say, but okay then. A basic rule, a difference in halacha between living in Eretz Yisrael and living in America. In America, there's something called Dina de Malchus Dina. Like it or not, when the government makes a law, you must abide by it halachically. Why? Because they... Does Dina Demalchusa Dina apply in Eretz Yisrael? Do you halachically have to follow the law? Now obviously, whatever I'm saying here does not reflect the opinion of the organizers of this tour. does not affect the opinion of Machol Magid (laughs) Nor does this affect... um, Nor does this represent my personal opinion, of course, on camera. But what is the Halacha? Does Dino DeMalchus Adina apply in Eretz Yisrael? Absolutely not. Why? Because the basis of Dino DeMalchus Adina is the government owns the land and they give it to you on condition you follow the law. But in Eretz Yisrael, the people own the land. Eretz Yisrael is the natural birthright of Kalah Yisrael and therefore the Halachos of Dino DeMalchus Adina do not apply Based on the Sefer, I'm reading, obviously this is not my own personal opinion on the camera. Reb Chaim Falaji points out something else very interesting. Eretz is completely surrounded by water. You have the Yardin. You have the Mediterranean Sea. You have Nahar Mitzrayim, wherever that is. And you have Nahar Pras. Okay, we're talking about big boundaries. Why is Eretz Surrounded by water to indicate that anyone who comes to Eretz Yisrael must be metahir themselves. How? B'damim uveneshama. Before you come to Eretz Yisrael, you have to make sure you don't have any money in your possession that doesn't belong to you. You have to be tahar. By the way, tahar doesn't mean to go to the mikvah. Tahar means that you don't steal money from other people. Before you come into the other into the Holy Land, says Rebchaim Falaji, the fact... That our is surrounded by water indicates that we have to purify ourselves before coming to our tzisoul. Furthermore, he says, the halacha is in the morning when you come to shul. When you get close to the shul, you're supposed to run to the shul. It's a halacha. It's a halacha and shulchan arach. You know what shulchan the Jewish code of law. When you get near the shul, there's a halacha. You're supposed to run to the shul. Likewise. When you come near Eretz Yisrael, you're supposed to run to Eretz Yisrael. So let's say the plane lands. Don't. It doesn't say you should run anyone over, but you should run off the tarmac onto. You should run to Eretz Yisrael. Now, what is the gematria of Eretz Yisrael? Anybody know? We have another hour and 30 minutes to, till you compute this. 8.32. Very good, 8.32. Gemachriyot slave. Teislev. slave means to pay attention to. Which means Eretz Yisrael needs to occupy a person's mind at all times. Eretz Yisrael is the One should always think about Eretz Yisrael. Now, when one, one goes to Yerushalayim, there is a mitzvah of lina. You know what lina means? you got to sleep over the night. You're not al- In the times of the Beit HaMikdash, people would be oile Regal. And they would be required to spend the night in Yushalayim. There's a mitzvah of lina. So let's explain a little bit about the importance of sleeping in Eretz Yisrael. And this will help put everybody to sleep, of course. If I have not been successful in doing that already. Why do we go to sleep? What is the purpose of sleep? Hashem should make us. We have Yemei Shinoi Bahem, Shivim Shana, then the Gevurais, Shemoynim Shana. So why spend half the time in a horizontal position? This is the question of the Arachayim Kadesh, who by the way, the Arachayim came up to Eretz Yisrael in the last year and a half of his life, and he opened a little shul in the old city. You say, we're in the Old City. Exactly. Go to torahanytime.com. We were there last night. You could watch all about the shul of the Archaim HaKadosh. Archaim HaKadosh writes in Parsha's Vayechi that a person's neshama consists of nitzay different sparks. Each spark is a day of your life. Now, if a person does a mitzvah, that mitzvah it becomes attached to the neshama, to the spark of that particular day. However, if a person does an Avera, they're in danger of impugning the mitzvah they may have done that day. So you, what, what you want to do is, you want to make sure that if you had a good day, says Ar-Kham, because you want to go to sleep. Because when you go to sleep, you put the day in escrow, in a safe deposit box. So any sin that you may do afterwards... Will not affect the mitzvah that was performed that day once you went to sleep. So sleeping basically secures the mitzvah of the past day. That may be the reason why there's a special mitzvah dafka to go to sleep in Yerushalayim, because it's so meritorious to be in Yerushalayim, to breathe the air of Yerushalayim, to walk the streets of Yerushalayim, to be in the Shar Shamayim that Hashem wants to ensure that we secure that mitzvah So we immediately go to sleep So likewise, it's such a big mitzvah That you all came together to join this trip So if you go to sleep now You'll be able to secure the great mitzvah Of coming onto this bus Of hearing a few words of the V'tayra. And this way, you know, you could put it in a security Safe deposit And it will remain Okay, we'll we'll uh, be back with more in a bit. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.